All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Be More podcast. Thanks so much for listening to us. I'm Brittany. I'm Maria. Um, yeah, I don't know again. <laughs> I feel like I start this without any knowledge, <laughs> any prior knowledge of what the hell we're going to be talking about. But Brittany well, did text me like what? All, all fair. Go ahead. Yes. Both <laughs> of us have lives that are literally, you know what I envision as a really good analogy? You know, when you're sure. Maria in my life right now for different reasons, but you know how when you're driving down a highway and it's like dark at night and like all the bugs hit your windshield and like <laughs> even though you're trying to continue to drive forward, it's like super annoying having to clean off your windshield every 10 seconds and like no matter what you do, there's always like dead bug smear on your windshield even though you're trying That's to go so forward. That's so gross. That's sure. what, and I'm sh- like, I don't know if this is, you can totally attest to this if if you feel like it's not exactly the same thing but that's how I feel like my life is right now I feel like there are so many bugs flying at my windshield and I'm trying to just keep driving forward but the more I try to clean them off the windshield the more they just smudge and then that's life that's That's my life right now that's so specific you're welcome (laughs) um (laughs) so that's why Maria and I are coming on and we're like what's going on Um, I don't know well I mean we never really know and that's okay. Yeah. Well, let's start here. So a couple of weeks ago, no, this is like honestly probably literally last year now at this point. The mm-hmm. both of us were t- we were talking about music. This is gonna be our month of music, so keep that in mind. We're gonna have some cool music conversations. So I guess this is a good way to start. Um, mm, right, right. March Music Month. Um, but Maria had brought up how much you liked Tay Swift's new albums. Albums, yes, correct. And you listened to and them both. Yeah, and I finally listened to them, and I was kind of obsessing over them for a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's, I think, what we were going to talk about today. Okay, so where do you want to start? <laughs> I don't know. Pick a spot. Um, Damn. Like, all right, folklore? Let me just pull up the track list then. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because Brittany texted me, thing. like, an hour yeah. ago and was like, we should talk about Swift. I was like, well, okay. Well, because I was thinking about it because I've been listening to it, and then all this stuff came up, yeah. and then all, like... We were having guests and stuff, and I was like, oh, I got to push it back. But I have yeah. been listening to it pretty, like, consistently, both Folklore and Evermore. I do have a preference between the two. Do you? You do. Um, Hold on. Let me. I do like, I, f- I feel like Evermore might be my favorite of the two. Really? I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me just pull up the track list, because, like, I listen to them like i kind of like not shuffle them mm. but i listen to them simultaneously so like Same they both give off a similar vibe they do they do you know but i do like the songs where is the track list i'm on wikipedia and i'm just scrolling for like hours hold on oh. uh oh here it is so okay. can we like yeah go ahead i let's uh, let's start with this sure i was not I was a taste with fan in the beginning. As Going we back, all probably like were. Yeah. Yeah. And then and we've talked about this a little bit before. The reasons why I liked her, and actually I was thinking about this too, it relates to a lot of the musicians that I like, even mm-hmm. in different genres. I really like musicians that tell stories in their yeah. music. Yeah. Like there's something to follow. <coughs> and like the verses are used for storytelling and then the choruses kind of like adjust a little bit to like to match the ver like the verses yeah. um i really like that i think it's very 
like I, I definitely am a big believer that like when it comes to music we listen to like more mainstream music. I like when people make music into poems in a way, right? Like they tell yeah. a story, they have a purpose. Yeah. Um and that was something that I always appreciated about her like original music was that she did mm-hmm. that really well. And she did it with a lot of imagery. Yes. Like she uses so Correct. much imagery and I always love that. And then she came out with all of her stuff and we talked about this for like her 1989 album and her. Um, oh, can I just say 1989 is one of my favorite albums really? from her. It might be my favorite album from her besides like these last two. And then Reputa- Reputation came out and then something else came out. What else? Was A there? Lover. Lover came out after Reputation. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, okay. So like that whole span of like the last, you know, mid area whatever yeah yeah i was like nope i don't like this anymore and i think that i got mad because it wasn't that same like storytelling it was so much more like selling out yeah selling out to that aspect but the back end of it is like i respected her for making the statement and being like i can do this and look at how well i can do it um Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't that the music was bad. It was just, it wasn't her anymore. I didn't feel like it was like, you know what I mean? But I think it was in the fact that she had to go through that evolution and make that statement and go through that process for herself. So, like, I didn't mm-hmm. like, the, like, it was catchy, but it just annoyed me um, after a while. So, yeah, I understand her journey. and But I'm happy that she's, like, matured and has gone back to, like, making music for her and not making music for anybody else, really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and yeah, sure. uh the maturity in her stuff I, yeah i definitely like both albums i really really like because now she's she's doing she's doing that storytelling again like there's a purpose and an intent in her song and you kind of have to listen to it and uncover it there's depth there and like what she's done with like wh- whoever's done any of like her the actual music like the instrumentation like i appreciate that a lot too I will say, so I did watch the documentary when she was doing Reputation and Lover or whatever. I feel like it was still her after watching the document, like that doc or whatever, but she was like tied to her label. I think that's what mm-hmm. happens usually in the music industry, probably. Um, and she w- she has been in that sticky situation with um, Scooter Braun, who was used to be her manager or whatever and like that crazy contract where this is why she, do you know about this i don't in any I know capacity nothing. i i literally know nothing i don't follow pop culture so basically scooter that's fine uh scooter owns the rights to her old songs um i don't know if that includes reputation and lover probably not honestly i don't know but um i feel like this is why she's re-recording her old songs if you know anything about this but she's re-releasing her old stuff um so that she can because i don't think she makes money off of her old stuff now because it the the whole contract situation when she signed it when she was young um which also that sucks like she was like what 16 making music and she signed this really good contract at the time but like probably you know didn't know the implications of the the nuances yeah i also was on tiktok probably and um you know how people like oh so-and-so signed like a 10 million dollar contract with sony like you know like and all that stuff like when people sign label deals like the 10 million dollars they like owe the label back that 10 million dollars it's like a loan 
I don't know if that's like well known. Yeah, they're they're making an investment in them, and they expect right. to get that money back plus. Right, right. So, I don't know if that's also a thing that isn't common knowledge, but I mean, it's great for the artists because then that's like their startup is the ten million or however million dollars. But that's such a stressor, especially if like you're like T Swift and you're like sixteen and you sign like that major label contract and you owe now a major label millions of dollars so that's probably why she cranked out music that way like once she was super young because she was just like art like album after album and now it's like very rare because now she's taking care of like her artistry now because now she's on like under another label and is like doing shit that she wants to do but I also I feel like that's also with any other artist I feel like they slow down once they pay back their label and like finally have some reprieve (laughs) yeah and that's like like why a lot of them end up you know not doing more after that you literally get like wrung out like a towel yeah of all of your creation like people that's something that um it talked a lot about in the arts right it's like and that's something like i i even will warn people too right like when you go after your passion it's different to do it because you love it and then do it as a job correct yeah like doing it as a job means that all of those stressors of doing an actual job become part of it right and it can it literally when you're when you work within the arts or you work whatever your passion is it can it can deplete you and exhaust you of like feeling passionate about it so i i, I get why a lot of like artists like you'll see them and like then you're like oh whatever happened to them it's like they didn't want to do it anymore like they literally got the passion beat out of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is sad that we just kind of chew them up and spit them out like that's what the music industry does and they like record labels are like banks for musicians that's what they are yeah no like you said like getting a loan it's like it's not it's not they they are the gatekeepers they hold the key to giving you the money to do what you need to do like have you seen the commercials for like the this this true story behind like hip-hop have you seen any of those commercials like documentaries coming out Mm -hmm. um i i honestly am not a person who knows anything about this but what we're, it's relating to what we're we're talking about right now there's um documentaries coming out about like the truth behind like the major initial hip-hop artists and how you know they yeah. couldn't go to record labels they couldn't go to banks to get loans so they got funded by like the drug lords like the mm. people who had money interesting so, like the commercial talks about i don't honestly it's, it's something it's the history of hip-hop i think is the name of the documentary mm-hmm. um but I'm I'm really looking forward to watching it because I don't know anything about that. But like, like they one of the people that speaks in the documentary in the commercial says how like we didn't have access to banks, so like the only way that you can make it is of like you got backed by like these people who had money and they were all in the drug game. I wonder because I'm thinking of because I used to be an avid hip hop R and B listener, as I probably mentioned before. There's a label called Murder Inc. I wonder if they were backed by like the underground. Who knows? I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just wondering cuz now that's very interesting. I mean the name yeah. and the you know, but also it could, you know, it could just be there, whatever. But yeah, now, it's, now it's I'm very the whole, interested. The the behind the scenes of what makes the music industry the music industry is really not pretty. Yeah, agreed. Like it's I, all it's all based on like greed like capitalism like everything else is um yeah <laughs> for sure it's not like a thing that 
again, it's one of those things where we misjudge what it means. We glorify what it means to make it or to be a certain thing. And that's why, like, artists like Britney, like Britney, is, Britney Spears is one of the biggest ones. Like, that's why artists like Britney Spears, Justin Bieber, even Lindsay Lohan. She was, like, a relatively slightly different. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Demi Lovato. Like, they yeah, all yeah. start out young, and they get literally taken advantage of by all of these bigger, you know, all this whole area of the industry. Yeah. And then they grow yeah. up with, like, you know, a lot of traumatic stuff that happens to them, and then no one gives a shit about them, which sucks. Well, did you, have you heard about the Free Britney documentary? I don't even know if that's what it's officially called. That just came out? I've heard a little bit about it. Like I said, I'm really, I'm not, guys, I'm not the greatest. I don't really follow all of this. Po- I know it's a thing, and I feel bad, but like, I don't mm-hmm. really follow a lot of these things. That's fine. I mean, because now, like, I feel like when Britney had her breakdown in uh, early 2000s, whenever she shaved her head, right? Mm. that's when this all started um i remember this whole thing of like the trauma with like her husband and like having to have her kids and having her kid young and then like her and like her mom and and like her dad her dad so she's under a conservatorship i think that's what it's called where her dad is like basically controlling her money in her daily life did you know about this i knew her parents right i wasn't sure i didn't realize it was her dad it's specifically her dad and mm-hmm. so he holds everything and she like wants out she's been wanting out for like the longest time because apparently a conservatorship is really for people that are literally like cannot function mm-hmm. and like um his argument is that because of her breakdown she's still like not mentally stable but also that doesn't i think from what this documentary is stating is like all right she can be mentally unstable but a lot of a lot of a lot of people are mentally unstable and don't have this conservatorship like right so um they're trying to out her father as being like um like this is for money basically because he controls Mm -hmm. her work life too like here's a contract like we signed it like go work in las vegas like type of thing you know like which is so horrible which is so horrible because like that just takes away like her life basically and like he's enslaved her that's what he's done yeah unfortunately that's like his own daughter like that's so gross like that's obscene but um to your point they all started out young like t-swift britney spears like christina like everyone in sync like like all of them where are they now um yeah like i said like joey fatone is like doing all that stuff with uh the impractical jokers because he's friends with q but um <laughs> if you don't know who the impractical jokers are guys we should definitely go check them out um but yeah i think that and then it's kind of like this thing where we like once all of this happens we're like well whatever they're like famous and they're rich and like they don't have worries it's like like they're sacrificing their mental health for like you chose this look at like yeah. you have everything you can have everything you want in the world but like it's like the same it's one of the it's the equivalent of the statement of like you know what you have to sacrifice for money and like we make it seem like oh well that was your choice like you you don't have to deal with financial issues but like now you have to deal with all of this like you made it's like the <laughs> the paying the devil situation yeah basically i mean the record label <laughs> yeah so it's like i know it's like <clears throat> and i get it like the people aren't gonna have pity on you mm-hmm. for that you know because yeah, at, the, at sure. that point, it's like if you really do have something wrong with you mentally, like you have all the money in the world to go get support. Mm. But then it's the reality of like then people aren't getting, people are just getting exploited for their money and they're probably not necessarily getting the help that they need. Like all of those amazing, beautiful, 
Malibu rehab centers, it's like, well, are they actually getting the care they need, or are they just on a really nice vacation? Yeah, and like and I don't, I wouldn't know the answer to that. Yeah, we don't know that. I was like, we don't know the answer to that. Like, it could <laughs> again, be the answer to that again is probably cannibalism. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I don't know, but in essence, <laughs> going back to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so going back. But coming back to her, she's trying to make her way out of it. You know, she's seen it. Yeah, she's I, she it. seems much happier. She's re-recording her old songs now with like her own, you know, modern spin to it because now she's older and sings in a different tone but when you know when folklore came out though i was not a fan i think i said this before i was like i don't Mm -hmm. know what this is it was also when did she release this like in the summer or something Mm -hmm. um and like it it just seems like not a summer vibe (laughs) type album it's more like a fall winter and so is evermore so once i think once fall or or winter hit i was like oh wait no wait (laughs) this album is really good like it it, the the critique for this album and both albums i think are that they sound the same like each song sounds the same but you cannot tell me (laughs) that all these songs sound the same (laughs) like there's no way that they actually sound the same like if you look at like i don't even know like mirror ball compared to like i don't know, gold rush or something like these songs do not yeah. sound the same i think no, it's just like don't. the vibe of it is overall similar and yeah. she is telling a story yeah and which I is why they sound the same but they're not the same play up a lot of she's not a singer who like she's not she doesn't sing like mariah carey right no like, like a like she doesn't she doesn't belt lot, it's not like right? she doesn't belt a ton like she's very like she sings within the place like and every once in a while she'll hit like different notes but she doesn't she's very calm in the way that she sings so her register like, is the same like every song yeah so like it does it does make this consistency but it's not what's different is all of the melodies and everything that's happening in the background it's the music her. it's the music production it's so brilliant um and, and that's what's her, enjoyable about it yeah and her producer is jack antonoff who produces he was in the band fun mm-hmm. he, he was all he's also the he has his own band called the bleachers i think but he also produces for lord um mm. so it's very i really like his production he's one of the best producers i think that's around right now for like indie pop music so um the fact that he's a producer on this i knew it was gonna be really fucking good and then also she had i think on yeah, on folklore. Um, you know the band The National, mm-hmm. very indie rock band, indie folk. He, uh, one of their leads, I can't remember. He also produced this album, which is why it's so indie. Which is why this sounds mm-hmm. very indie, <laughs> yeah, because they're both very like indie. Yeah. Um, and I like this sound. I mean, you know me. I grew up listening to this in high school, so it's like this is right up my alley. And any mm-hmm. anyone else that like listens to indie indie pop, indie rock, whatever. Um. But I think it's it's really the production. And, like, yeah. people that listen to music just for... I mean, I listen to entertainment purposes, but for the people that listen to music, like, radio music, I think they're there for the commercial aspect of it and not yeah. not all the time. The I'm thought, just saying, like... Yeah, it's just, like, something in the white noise background of your mind. But I listen to it as, like, the whole experience of, like, the whole song and everything behind it. So that's why I'm like, this does not, every song does not sound the same. No, <laughs> that's my whole argument with like any, any, 
artist's album unless i can justify that it sounds the same then yeah you know um so that's why i was raving about both these albums because they're so good (laughs) just production wise so good one of her best honestly i really really i like the way she i don't know i think my there's so many things to talk about but my I really, I've always really liked her as a lyricist. I like, and I like the names mm-hmm. of her songs. Like, Gold Rush is a perfect example, right? Gold Rush is such she, a good song. She takes something that's not relevant to the song. Like, the title is not, like, if you listen to that and you think about what a Gold Rush is, and then she mm-hmm. brings it relevant to the song, like, it's really brilliant. Like, the same mm-hmm. thing, she does the same thing with Invis- Invisible Strings. She does the same thing with um mirrorball is is brilliant mirrorball. yeah i hated mirrorball of course it's really bad but i do like i know of it. like the she doesn't like all of the songs like even with card like cardigan's a really well known song and that kind of has levels to it too if you really listen to it um mm-hmm. honestly i think uh, i really do i think that folklore is my favorite like i like folklore, folklore is your favorite more um like all like this is me trying illicit affairs invisible string mad Woman, it's so good i mean like those are so good like those are all uh like those are some of my and like the last great american dynasty the story she tells that and like the so good the end, like so right like that's the i love that like i love that there's something to listen to and there's depth to it it's not you know i don't i yeah. don't like willow it's just i feel like willow has a little more of the poppiness to it I mean, that one was a single. Yeah, I can see that along with, you know, Cardigan. But I'm sorry, sorry. I mean, the whole album adds a little more. It definitely oh. has like, a little more poppiness to it. I think, like, honestly, I think uh, Ivory might be, and might be like the only song that I really, really, really like. I, yeah. Like, no Body, it, No Crime reminds me of the music. Like, I think they, I like them for the same reasons. But, like, one of the reasons why I like, um, I can't think of the name of the band right now, but there's a band that I like who tells a lot of stories in like their music, and no more, no body, no crime reminds me of their music a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like in doing gotcha. That. I will say Evermore is poppy, like more poppy than folklore. Um, they're equally as good in my eyes, but there are some really good gems in Evermore that some like I think they stick out more than folklore now just because I listen to folklore more longer <laughs> than evermore. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in that lake. But I noticed too, right? And it wasn't like, I didn't immediately realize that I had a, I liked one more. I would just would choose to listen to folklore more. That's how I knew that I liked that so, one better. So I listened to, there's a playlist on Spotify that someone made where they combine both folklore and evermore together. They they It's like the first song is folklore and then it goes to evermore and then they just mm. switch. So that's how I've been listening to these albums. So I can't really distinguish. It's hard to know the difference. It's hard to know the difference because not because they sound the same, <laughs> but because like I don't know which album I'm listening to yeah. because it all tells, I feel like a whole story at this, at, like both albums together tell a whole story. So it doesn't really matter yeah, what, cool. what, you know, um, track list I'm listening to, you know, whatever, but yeah. um, Evermore though, like long story short, it's such a good song and so is gold rush i feel like gold rush tis the damn season tolerated Mm -hmm. and long story short are very very good in my eyes so many of these songs when she actually gets to the point like when she gets to where she actually like either like uses the title of the song or like gets to the point of the song you're literally like there are songs that i listen to and i'm like uh, oh my god like 
ouch. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, they hurt. In the feeling that it evokes. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, like tolerated, like, one of those. Oh, it's so sure. good. Like, you listen to it and you're like, oh, that actually yeah. sucks. Like, that's not a good feeling. Like, um, mm-hmm. but she does it in such a good way. Like, it's not, like, overly emotional and outright. It, and, like, you see Gold Rush is the same way. Like, Oh, Gold Rush feeling. hurts. I don't gets- know if people, people, like, it sounds very poppy, Gold Rush, and so does uh, Long Story Short, but they hurt. Like, and those lyrics hurt. Too, right? like, and not, Tis the Damn Season. Oh, my God. They're not, like, they're not about good things. Like, it's the no. painful things that she's talking about. But, she like, and then when she gets to, like I said, she builds it up, and then she gets to the point in the chorus, and you're like, ooh. Yeah, it hurts. Gosh. And, like, that's what I love about just any artist that does that. It sounds, it's funny when it sounds very good, like, like, poppy or, like, a beat, but then when you... Like the yeah, whole music production, depth. it's just like nope. There's depth to it. That's I think I think I'm at the point where um I'm just over superficial in your face in like emotional things. Mm-hmm. Like I like the comp I like the depth. I like that there's like it really it's like a vulnerable relationship that the artist has to build with you. Yeah, for sure. To be able to like, do that. Yeah, I mean the lyrics have to come from somewhere. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's like fiction or nonfiction, but it has to come from some past yeah. experience. You know, like it doesn't have yeah, to, to like be able this... to relate to the emotion. Right. Because like, um, again, I did watch another <laughs> so there's a folklore documentary on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, and then she explains her whole uh, thought process basically of folklore, because Evermore didn't come out yet. Or maybe it did, but whatever. Um and it's not she wanted to write stuff or she found out throughout the years that she doesn't have to write stuff that has to directly relate to her life this is why she sounds very mature now because now she's pulling things outside of her life to like write about so now she has more depth and more things to write about which is why now her music is just so there's so much depth into it because like when you're younger and like i tried to write shit we both did actually when we were younger it's all about you like and like that's her that oh, obviously yeah. when she's 16 or whatever you know however old she was that's when she was young like that's her emotional, like, right so like emotional development is everything about you yeah and like duh fine um but like as she's grown obviously she's like oh i don't have to write about myself anymore <laughs> like <laughs> the fans will listen if they if i write great songs it doesn't have to be about mm-hmm. me and i think that she she with like folklore i think she figured that shit out so that's why I enjoy these. <laughs> just more broadly, but she speaks broadly about, she still talks a lot about relationships. Yes. Right? Yes. She which she, almost, she always got slack about, which I think is dumb. Like relationships. Well, your whole like life just, is about relationships. Yeah. Yeah. But your also like we did. Is about, is about relationships. And she doesn't yeah. only, she talks about relationships with everybody. Right. She talks about like these two albums, like. She talks about relationships with lovers. She talks about relationships with places. She talks about relationships yeah. with people, good and bad. Like she yeah. talks about all kinds of relationships. Yeah, yeah. She, but she always got some slack because she like dated so many guys, quote unquote, so many. Whatever. <laughs> Who I cares? Imagine like the whole the, older... the whole Meghan Markle situation too. Like, how do you have mm-hmm. a relationship when the whole world is up your butt constantly? Like how? Like yeah, what? that poor like, thing. Like yeah. who? Like leave her. Leave them the freaking alone. Leave, leave these, alone. leave these women alone. Because <laughs> like, leave, it's leave really, it's alone. really leave sexist. Period. Period. Just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Um, no, but it's it's so sexist. 
honestly. And like, mm-hmm. I think even when her whole, because I mean, she got slack from men, women, all types yeah. of genders for being from dating a lot of people, but also like, who? What does it matter? Guys don't get the same no, uh, we, critique. We know this, we we know this know but. But also, I feel like I played into that anyway because the media played into that. I was like, yeah, Taylor Swift is so bad. (laughs) Which is when, like, probably when, like, uh, Reputation came out and Lover came out, I was like, ugh, Taylor Swift. Like, you know, like, even though I did like her earlier stuff. that I respected her for. (laughs) Really? I just didn't like her. I just just didn't like Reputation or Lover. Not that I actually listened to them, like, a lot, like, compared to her. Like, I love, like, Red in 1989. Yeah, good. very good albums. Um, but yeah, yeah. But and then she came back with folklore, and I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe my yeah. hatred was unjustified and was just based on media, which sucks. But also, it's like that's life sometimes. And it's definitely a thing that like you have to move past to. Like, I'm happy that that wasn't her last album that she kept going because if she would have kept it there, then I would have been like, oh, well, you just sold out and cool. But like, mm-hmm. you kept moving forward and we got forward in time and you can start to understand the situation that she was in at that point and like why she made her decisions. And it's like, okay, well, Fearless loves. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the Taylor release, God, me editing this is going to be a mess. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I don't even know. Did we even tell people why editing this is gonna be a mess? Or right, there's gonna be a bunch of cuts if you haven't probably already noticed. No um, <laughs> <laughs> so there are technical difficulties <laughs> in the I, beginning. My, where my computer is working like my brain is today, so Maria's gonna have to do some, right, right. some stuff to, to do edit. some magic later. Um, oh, okay. So Taylor Swift re-releasing Fearless. She just released Love Story. Oh yes, I was talking to people. I was like. Taylor Swift re-release love story like it sounds so good and people are like it sounds the same I'm like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> oh I have to listen to it listen you've got to be kidding me like number one love story had a male vocal background singer there are no male vocals in this it's just Taylor <laughs> number one number two it sounds much cleaner like her vocals sound much cleaner and like the way that she enunciates her 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 um her words in some aspects it's some like you know in some words or in some lyrics is very is better than when she recorded this when she was oh, younger. I don't know the how first much thing I'm going to do when we're done is I'm going to listen to it. I'm excited. It's very, but it is very nuanced if you don't listen to music in that way. That's the thing well, again, if right? You don't pay like, attention to that stuff. It won't sound any different to you. Right. Yeah. Like it just sounds like Taylor just re recording whatever. I think, <laughs> I think that's, I think, and it's not to say like you're doing it wrong if you don't listen to music like that. Like, Yes, can I just say things. PSA? Like, I'm not gatekeeping how you listen right, to music. Right, I don't, right. I don't, I'm just saying that it doesn't sound yeah. the same. For some people, right? For some people, we do that with other things, right? Do you ever notice, like, um, here's like a perfect example of this, right? And mom, I love you. So, my mother is somebody who, when she like watches shows, like, she watches shows the way I listen to music. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I know this because, you know, I've been spending a lot of time with my mother and, like, observing her recently. And, like, and I had her listen to Taylor Swift's music while we were in the car because I was trying to distract her. And, like, her response, the way that she takes on music, because she's not, she music's not, a, like, as much of a thing for her as it is for me. Yeah. So, when she listens to Taylor Swift's music, she's not, like, li- we were listening to something that's, like, 
real one, one of her songs was like gets into stuff and I, she was like oh this is pretty and i was like okay and i was like all right so I'll just listen to it and then at the end of it she was like oh i like, like the music of it and i was like mm, yeah. okay um, right <laughs> so i was like that's fine like but she like she doesn't listen to music for that reason she doesn't want to do that you know what i mean like yeah, she yeah. likes music because like one of her favorite bands is like the beach boys yeah very good right <laughs> very <Yeah>. good music <laughs> right really good music but like she listens to it because it's like very like fun and pop like she likes music yeah. like that like that's what she yeah, likes yeah. music for because yeah that's what it is for her right like, when it comes to tv shows but like, i'm not a person like it takes a lot like having to get emotionally invested in this disaster made me very unhappy like i am now and i'm fine with it but like i don't like to get emotionally invested in tv shows i like to like watch a tv show because like it's entertaining or it's funny or like i like to yeah. like pretend i know what like what's going to happen in the plot and like do all of that i don't like to yeah spend, like, there's no emotional depth right. when you're watching like a show watch, i don't like to do work when i'm watching tv but like yeah. my mother yeah. likes that about her tv shows yeah yeah you know we saying? consume basically we consume media differently right so yeah. and if you Which don't you know if you listen to music for and that's why you know you get to make your preferences you get to pick your preferences yeah. on what um what, what genre you like, you like. yeah and yeah. what yeah. you want to listen to and it can be related to your mood but that's for people who are like Maria and I, like, we mm-hmm. listen to it with those things in mind. We listen for the depth of it. And I don't know about you, but, like, perfect example, right? When you're so, when I was so, I was so used to listening to Taylor's, like, original stuff that had all that depth to it. And then there was that period of time when Shake It Off was on the radio, like, every two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm over it. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, I it's overplayed. So angry, I can feel like the little fire bubble building in my my like. I right still now. don't I really listen so, to Shake It Off. <laughs> I would get like, so angry. Yeah, because, I don't blame you. Like if you're not, it like agitates you to listen to music like that, and that's why that's why I have to like I really have to like I don't listen to music in the, on the radio as much anymore. I don't either. I can't it's overplayed. Handle just listening to whatever comes on. Like I literally, yeah. when I shuffle through, thank God I have the buttons on my steering wheel. I sit there and for like honestly a solid 20 seconds i just keep shuffling through hoping that something's going to change until i finally am like nope we got to connect to something because i can't do this yeah like, yeah <laughs> that and then but when it comes to tv like i can watch whatever song and not care yeah like, yeah no it's, it's really just music. yeah it's so, really just it whatever yeah whatever media we consume and how we consume yeah. it and but also i think that yeah go ahead no no you go ahead the thing that i think is respectable about if you look at her whole career is that at the point she's at now for whatever reason she's done it and for all this crap she's gotten taylor swift is now an artist who's versatile who whatever whatever your preference is for listening to music she Mm -hmm. you can go through her stuff and find something that works for you yeah agreed you know what i mean like yeah i mean i think that sounds like to have a consistent career to be sounds like a edm or like (laughs) hip-hop and (laughs) r&b She's got she's got like right. you know the like pop she, aspect she down. Is a very versatile, right? Uh, right, that's true. But like in terms of like mood and like what you're listening to music for, like she mm-hmm. she covers a lot of that now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something to be, and I think you know who else does that? Mayday Parade does that, and that's why we love them. I think they do a <laughs> lot of that too. Like they there's a music for any mood, right? And I was kind of mad when they got yeah. poppy, but now like it's great because like when I feel like I just want to go for it, I go for it. And Paramore does that too. Paramore's Paramore is discology. Like they use a different genre, right? Like all of all of these guys are different genres, but yeah, like, all they these tap into different. different moods. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed completely. Oh, Paramore is such a great example, though, because like they started out truly punk. We about them so much I won't even say pop years. punk. Haley Williams, come on our podcast. We talk about mental oh health. Oh my god, I would recently come cry. out open about struggling about it. I would cut you. We would both lose our minds. Yes. Um, I mean, her. Have you listened to her solo story. stuff? No, I have you listened to her solo stuff that she released within the last couple of years? Uh, very, no, very different from Paramore. Obviously, she's like, "This isn't Paramore. This is me." Uh, duh, duh. Number right. one, obviously. Number two, it's very dark and very heavy. Um, mm. Her first album, I really didn't like. Honestly, it was just too much something for me. I just couldn't pinpoint something what was not like off for me. But then her her most recent one that she just released, very good. Um, mm the instrumentals in it are so good like the <laughs> i'm so nerdy the chord progressions and everything it's just very the production is very good but then again i'm not here's the thing i'm not gatekeeping keeping people from whenever i'm like this is very good and people are like i don't understand i'm like oh, but like it's just me geeking out i'm not telling you to listen to this in a different year i'm just geeking nerd. out like i don't <laughs> like i don't i don't care if you don't like it i'm just telling you <laughs> why and i like, like it <laughs> it's good too because like when you when you give your perspective right if people don't listen normally i'm one of those weird people like you listen to chord progressions i'm the weird person person who listens to beats and rhythms because like drums are my thing so like it's interesting for like if we and like the beat drops too oh it's yeah, so good like yeah the it's interesting to start to listen to it with a new perspective but if like that's too much brain power for you and you don't want that new perspective that's cool but like maria has you know she just we were just sharing our povs on stuff right and there's a lot to also look at in music oh my gosh you're gonna love yeah, and also to andy because andy's gonna have so much to say about all of this <laughs> I will say, just tying this back to Taylor Swift's like folklore album, August, that song. Is it August? Yeah. Yep. The whole, the last bit of it, like I think it's like past the bridge into the last chorus, that beat drop that happens. I'm like, oh, like it's Can such music. It? Like it's such a gem. I don't, yeah, sure. We might get copyrighted, so I'm going to cut this. <laughs> oh, really? We will. You can just put it, when you put it on YouTube, you can just put like, let me state right now. This is Taylor Swift. We don't own the rights to this music. Hold on. <laughs> I can get it to work. Also, I do love Bon Iver. I do love Bon Iver a lot. But I just... See, um, I just don't I just don't like the songs that he's featured on. I don't either. On these all these albums. And I, I love I him. I don't think I'd say that I don't like the song. I think that his voice and her voice... I just Very, don't like together. Just... just take them apart <laughs> just take yeah. them apart i just don't like them together same thing with the song with her and the national take mm. them apart i like them separate like i don't <sighs> but then she had she featured on hyams one of hyams songs recently they remixed um gasoline oh my god i love hyam and then they added taylor swift to gasoline and i just died internally just as an aside, yeah, August, like towards the end of it. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about the. Trans- you know what I'm talking end. about? It's such a good beat drop. It's like there. Oh my god, <laughs> kills me every time. 
for anyone that's like that's, watching me live good, react to this right now that's is probably like a good, fucking dork that's such a good example of all the stuff we talked about today right like the depth of the music you can hear all of like the instruments playing in the background she actually hits her range in the end of that she hits she yeah well. oh my god it's like, so that is, that good is honestly honestly that's probably one of my that's like my like like sit it's in the car such a like, good I'm yeah and i can just like get into it because it has like you know it's got so much to it i really that's how, it, probably one of my top my top songs too it's the same it's my top like it's a very it's a feel-good song it's a song it's a whole yeah. song yeah, yeah which is why and I like, like that beat so drop that the the like second of no yeah. music in that is so perfect because yeah. it it, pa- it makes you pause too as a person as a being yeah. you're like oh and then she goes right back into it. It's just so, it, there's so much depth within, because like music isn't just sound. It's also the, the pauses that you make within. A pause makes sometimes even more of a statement than like actual lyrics do or actual sound does. Um, and it's fun mm-hmm. that, I think it's fun to be able to play with that. In, but again, she's at a point where she can do that. That was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't learn. I learned that from the view of yoga, right? That, like, of the pause. That how like important pauses are. Did you know that your breath actually has three, three part, three points? No. <laughs> Technically four, right? Like we inhale and we exhale. Yeah. What's but the third? In between, they don't go right. It doesn't go right from your inhale to your exhale, right? Because so much has to Is change a, in your system. There's there a pause. pause? That so makes you sense. Inhale, you pause. You exhale, you pause. Even if it happens mm-hmm. for just a second, like it's literally like a little thing goes boop, boop, like in your body for you to do the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Because your like muscle dynamics have to change. But like yeah. your breath actually has three parts. And that's, that's how I started to like notice pausing. And then like it's cool that you just brought it up in the music. Oh, well, it's funny because I learned that in college. I took I I took a music, I don't remember what class it was, but um the professor was like the vent was going like in in the in the uh, classroom and she was like is this music like the vent that's going it was just a consistent sound and someone's like someone said yes but i was like no that's not music and i couldn't pinpoint why and she's like no that's not music there's no pauses in it it's just a sound and i was like oh shit <laughs> that's the difference between like white noise right right like and some people use music as white noise which again i that's fine because I use not do that. I use podcasts as white noise when I'm listening when I'm working I'm just blasting like whatever podcast I'm listening to as white noise I'm not paying attention it's just like <laughs> it's it's just <laughs> it's just like whatever like to keep me focused but if I want to like listen to music and like new music I have to like not I don't have to be not like I could be on my phone or like you know going through and playing video games or whatever but like I need to like listen to it you know like there's there's different depths again of how we intake media that's how i i also um intake like movies like i have to be in it (laughs) if i really want to like watch a movie if i'm distracted in any way i'm not going to (laughs) understand the movie and like not like yeah but no i i just thought that that was brilliant when my professor was like no that's not music there's no pauses in it i was like oh shit (laughs) but i mean like even if you think about it when you count through like beats and you count through rhythms like the argument stands right you have mm-hmm. if you okay so let's just talk like one two three four as when you're talking about your beats in your song right like 
the argument would stand like, oh, there's no pause there, but like there has to be a pause in the point where you're going one, two. Like there's a moment in between, right? Like mm. there's a otherwise mm-hmm, it would mm-hmm. just be one, and it would be one note the whole time. Like what you're saying with like yeah. the white noise situation. So that's fun. Well, yeah. we're gonna have so much fun. Well, I think we're we're gonna have one other guest that comes on uh, next mm-hmm. month who's gonna be music related. But we're gonna get to talk to people this month who have made music like a really big part of their lives um, Mm -hmm. in different ways and have studied it a lot and use it in different modalities for the work that they do. Um, And I think it's going to be really cool. Maria and I are going to nerd out real hard. Um, So if you're a music person or. um, I just nerded it out about a Taylor Swift song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you are somebody who, you know, can see music in this way or you're just kind of stoked to get a new perspective on music and maybe kind of find a new way to listen to it for yourself um this next month is going to be super full of it um Mm -hmm. also we would love 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 to i think one of our like our group chats that's coming up is going to be about like concert experiences i believe so so if you're somebody who listens to this podcast and you're a music nerd or you're not and you just enjoy if you enjoyed frequenting uh, <laughs> concerts back in the day, um, we would love to hear like a story that you have. So even if you don't want to come on to the podcast, if you have a story that you love about going to concerts, the reasons why you love to go to concerts and you'd like it to be shared on the podcast, Maria and I can definitely take time and like share your stuff and share yeah. your stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so reach out to us, send us an email, be more, what is it? Be more podcasting at gmail.com. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yes, cool. correct. Or <laughs> send us a DM <laughs> at be more podcast on Instagram. Is it the mm-hmm. be more podcast? I don't know anything about our social media brand. Be more underscore podcast. I literally am the one who made it and I don't know what it is. Yeah, Brittany's um, the one that's actually using this. <laughs> guys. Uh, so, yeah, find, talk to us, tell us your story, literally send us an audio message. Don't care. Um, and we can share it on here or you can come on to our group chat because we're definitely going to have that one coming up. Um, and we're excited to talk music with you guys even more on future episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What she said. <laughs> cool. All right. Are we wrapping <laughs> this thing up? I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, um, side note from everything. Uh, go get some sunshine. Mm, yeah, so true. take some time to take care of yourself and I'm saying this to all of you as much as I need to say this to myself right now too and we will talk to you guys on the next episode thank you so much for hanging out with us okay bye okay bye